Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. It's the return of Brock Lesnar, the return of the Congratulations Bear, and a two out of three tag team match coming out now. Raw. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, we get to play this music again, y'all. Welcome to uh, the WWE After Buzz TV After Show, which June 12th, and we're coming from here. <laughs> I'm having all the brain farts tonight. Tonight, I have two amazing guests with me. Uh, we have Jay Washington. He's from the Trusty Sidekick Podcast, stand-up comedian, actor, and you also know him as the Urban Gladiator Trauma. Yeah, man. Thank Ooh. you for having me back. I'm glad to be back. Nice. And next to him, we have Ify Wadaways, comedian. He is the host of Ready to Ramble on Hyper RPG. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Let's go! <laughs> I like to imagine that, that, that people aren't in the chat room. They're just sitting in front you of us. You sound like a DJ. Are y'all ready to rumble? Ah! <laughs> and then, of course, in the booth and the ones and twos, we have Mark in the booth. Oh, I cannot hear you oh, Marco, at all. Marco, Marco but I'm, I'm sure he just said something. I'm sure it was witty. It's probably pretty witty. I don't know. I'll try again later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, welcome to the Raw After Show. Uh, we were at the Cajun Dome in Lafayette, Louisiana, and we opened with the video package of the upcoming Raw exclusive, Great Balls of Fire, because mm. that is that is on its way. Okay, I, mm. I think we're going to kick this off and jump right into uh, the thing I pointed out to both Jay and Markia when <laughs> okay. we were watching, how, uh, you know, about almost 40 years ago, a little under or over 40 years ago, when WrestleMania first started, the original name was going to be the Colossal Tussle, and then they realized how bad of an idea that was, and... <laughs> You know, changed it to WrestleMania, and I I like to say that Vince was banned from names after that, <laughs> and the the yeah the ban went up, and his first pick was <laughs> the Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> it was like Vince, all right, Vince, we got some great news for you. What is it? There's a ban lifted. My God, we can call the Hardys broken? No, not that one. No, no, no. <laughs> never that one. Not because that because we would love that too well, much. We got to talk about Benoit again? Not that either. What is it? <laughs> You get to name pay-per-views again. Really? I've got a name. It's going to be great. It's going to be fire. What is it, Vince? Great balls of fire! There we go. And everybody was just looking like... Um, you like, sure? Yeah. I know, but silently filing paperwork for the next band. Like, <laughs> you, you sure on this, Vince? You, you sure? Yeah, but uh, after this promo, uh, we did start off with Paul Heyman coming out with Brock Lesnar. Oh, yeah. Do and it he again. was Do it again. Brock Lesnar. It's <laughs> <laughs> just so cute as if, I don't know if y'all paid attention to Marquis' face because the strength, not strength, strength that was in there. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Look, 
Marquis is a professional. She's going to go for it. And yes. she went for and it. She went I'm going to go the 110. Yes, but he is here to release the beast. You mm. know, Heyman, he put Samoa Joe over. He says he was like a shark, luring him in and then taking him out. And then he whispered sweet nothings in his ear. Oh, no, wait, it wasn't sweet nothings. It was exactly what he was going <laughs> to do to him, which was put the coquina clutch on him in the middle of the ring and not let up even when four refs tried to get him off of him. I, I love it the way Heyman is putting Joe over. He's not burying him. Mm-hmm. Because I, I honestly believe if it wasn't Joe or Braun Strowman, he would probably bury anybody else. <laughs> Well, I think it's also because he's just so big. So you need someone who's just as big yeah, as I him mean, to Brock, look yeah. like. Yeah, because he has to stomp on anyone. Well, less. but here's the thing. If it was Roman Reigns, yeah. he would bury... Reigns is about to say, we've seen, but we've seen yeah. Reigns and Lesnar. I believe Amy would go into burying Reigns just off general. Wouldn't even try to be burying him, yeah. mm-hmm. but he'd be burying him. But with Joe, he's like, oh, you for real. Yes. You're for real. Yeah. yeah. In and fact, he even says that he he thought, you know, Samojo, this is from last week, where he's the worst case scenario, <laughs> that he wanted someone who could go man to beast uh, with the champ. But then he also brings up, so how many uh, Samoans have been in the business? Oh. You know, they're they're very proud of their accomplishments. You know, yeah. they really believe in family. But yet they don't bring up Samoa Joe. No, in fact, Heyman calls Samoa Joe uh, a mutt punk dog. Damn. Yes, whose crowning moment was putting the coquina clutch on Heyman. Which, that is not true. That is not true. That is not true. That, man, that man's crowning moment has been uh, on his whole entire career lineage through Ring of Honor, TNA. Oh, yeah. What he did, he was one of the founders of the X Division as a big dude. So, like, I get it for, for the WWE universe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But... I, was, I also everybody forgets about that. Like there is a, a distinct strong Samoan legacy in the WWE. Oh like, yeah, look, they're both on two proud Samoan daughters are on both Raw and SmackDown right now. Yes. The SmackDown tag champs are sons of a Hall of Famer. I mean, and also like you could all my people in LA you go down to Knox Pro. You go down. Yep. Shouts out to my homie Samoan legacy. Samoan Shouts out to the homies Black Pearl and the big man uh, Keish. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't. I didn't know that was his school, but my boy, he's going there. So I went to, you know, I went out to support. You know, it's so funny the parallel between stand up and uh, wrestling. So, so he's like, "Hey, come to the show," and I come, came to the show. And man, when Rikishi came out, I lost my mind because you know yeah. it's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, you see him and you're like, "Wait, I get to be that up close and yep. personal." And then have you talked? Have you talked to Keish? Uh, not, no, I don't. Think if so. you ever get a chance to talk to Rikishi, which okay. I, I believe you would love him more than anything. He is such the most grounded, humble, down to earth dude. You'd be like, but you're Rikishi. <laughs> you're tonight. You know, the dance yeah, yeah. dude. You're all that. And he's just like, brother, listen, Oos. Like, he'll call you Oos in a minute. He'd be like, I'm family now. Oh, nice. Once he starts calling you, you oh. like, I'm family. I'm good. Yeah. But yeah, the Samoan legacy is so, is so extensive. Joe is a different part. Joe is Samoan, but not of that legacy, of that right. lineage. Because we've seen that family picture with all the Anois. Uh, I, I can't pronounce the last name for nothing. Forgive me. I, I know what you mean. Okay. Chat room, if you want to do that phonetically <laughs> that, for us. Please. Yeah. But when you see that picture of that legacy and that lineage, it, Joe's not part of that. That's why Joe was like, I'm Samoa Joe. I'm my own. And nice. I've always respected him for that. Nice. And know, speaking yeah. of Samoa Joe, I mean, he interrupts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he gets into the ring with Brock Lesnar. Didn't think he was going to do it. But he does. Yeah. He goes toe-to-toe with Brock Lesnar and delivers what I call the headbutt of unexpected dev- uh, devastation. 
They get to scrapping. Security comes in. Security is not enough for Samoa Joe. In fact, they have to have the entire Raw locker room. The locker room that's not working tonight, pretty much. <laughs> pretty, pretty much everybody. There was just about everybody. We yeah, saw, yeah. yeah, we saw Enzo. Titus was, in his suit. Titus was in his suit. Uh, in, uh, well, I already said Enzo. Uh, oh, the Revival. The Revival. Scott and Dash were there. So okay. what are we going to do with that? Like, is is da- it's Dash that was hurt, right? Was it Dash Wilder? Was it Dash that had the broken jaw? It was Dash. I, I it feel was like Dash. it was Dash. Yeah. Okay, so Dash has got it. So it's a broken jaw. So now it's like, all right, can you come back? Because the revival's supposed to talk. So they're like, can you talk yet? All right, just put your shirts on. Don't run about. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and run up out there. <laughs> what do you? What, how did you feel, uh, if e and uh, Marquia? How did you mm-hmm. feel about the way Joe just came out, said nothing, just went straight to work? Oh, I enjoyed. Oh, that's this. that's my favorite yeah. thing ever. I think the like a shark. You know, if we <laughs> jump ahead a little bit, I think the next mm-hmm. time that happened that got us excited is uh, when our girl Sasha Banks came up in there. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> well, you know, I know how to party, and we were talking about this. We played it back twice. The way she hit with the mic being so close it mm-hmm. made it sound so crisp it's it's the it best was beautiful. I feel like it's the best sound work since the <laughs> super kick which everyone knows the way to get that crisp is to pop, is that, pop thigh. that pop that thigh pop with that, that leather thigh. with that leather chap Shout so, out Steve Boss teaching us all that in um, Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but with all this muscle, they finally were able to separate Brock Lesnar and Samoa Joe for Samoa Joe to then kick Brock Lesnar in the face. But then they separated <laughs> them again. <laughs> Which, by the way, <laughs> did you look at Brock's kick. face? Oh, he was not having did any Did you look of at that. Brock's? Brock knew what you know. Again, we know how things go. Yeah, Brock knew what the rumble was going to be, but that kick. Oh yeah, Brock had this look like you mother. Yeah, that was an improv. <laughs> that was an improv piece. He took liberty. Yeah. He, 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 was, yeah. he was like, yes, and this. <laughs> that was a little yes. inside baseball from he, he definitely <laughs> took some liberties. Uh, so, going off of this fantastic opening segment, uh, we have Elias Sampson. Elias Sampson, he's a man. With a guitar and a spotlight in the and middle a, of a ring. And 80,000 scarves on his wrist like he's Johnny Depp. He has oh, yeah. one question. <laughs> Who wants to walk with Elias? No one. There's a lot of aggression in the air, we'll say. It's just and he like, wants to ease the tension. I don't like the him I like the the, the drifter Elias Samson. Mm-hmm. When they just had when he been fought right after the shakeup, when he was just walking in the background, yeah. playing the guitar. Now you got him singing, doing just I have a little ditty I wrote for y'all this week. Well, it was inspired by Louisiana. And it was uh basically Louisiana's the laughing stock of the USA. Cajun yeah. should be caged up. <laughs> <laughs> and then he started busting on Ambrose and was interrupted by Ambrose. The one said, Dean, doesn't, but I looked at when he was he was dissing Louisiana as a whole. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's from Louisiana. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, mm, are you sure? Like, you just. So you, you want to go there? You want to go there? I mean, like, you look like you're from here. I guess I'm just not understanding the whole Elias Sampson, Dean Ambrose angle when you still have Dean Ambrose and The Miz. Because it's like the whole Elias Sampson. If you're trying yeah, to get him yeah, over. Yeah. I see what you mean. If you're trying to get Elias saying, over yeah. as with the crowd, it's like his his angle gets pushed by the wayside. Because we don't care about that as much as we care about the Miz and Dean Ambrose. Yeah. Right. You know, I get it. You need somebody to put Elias Sampson with. And mm-hmm. clearly, the way they act like on Raw for a three-hour show, there's nobody to put him yeah, over. Yeah, there, there wasn't anybody in the locker room this, that... 
you know, pulled Brock and uh, you know, Samoa there's Joe. nobody I you can work that program saying. with. Yeah. But you're putting him up against a dude who's already in the midst of a program against the Intercontinental Champion. Yeah. So it's like you're gonna that guy's gonna drown out no matter how good his matches are. Which the match he had with Dean Ambrose was pretty good. No matter how good his matches are, his promo skills or whatever that they build up, you're gonna get overshadowed by the fact that Dean Ambrose isn't thinking about dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's 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 a side quest. That is, a, <laughs> that is, is the main that is one, a side quest. You know? Uh, so, yeah, so we have a match between uh, Elias and Ambrose, of course. You know, it starts off with some stiff grappling. You know, Ambrose gets a nice arm lock in, but then Samson does a hair grab, and I think a cheap shot with uh, that gut shot, but whatever. <laughs> you know, uh, Ambrose has a spinning elbow and a chop. Elias needs a breather, and that breather delivers a very vicious clothesline. My God. <laughs> some stomp city in the corner. You know, you get chin locks on Ambrose in the middle of the ring. And this was one of my favorite parts where the Louisiana crowd got involved and they start chanting, you can't sing, you, you can't, can't wrestle. wrestle. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Love you. I Love mean, you, Louisiana. I, I really, I, I have a personal thing about, there's some people who can't wrestle legit. We've seen it, right? Mm. First of all, if anybody says Elias Samson can't wrestle, you gotta give dude credit. He is wrestling in skinny jeans. <laughs> in skinny jeans with knee pads on under him, because you can see his knee pads and wrestling boots. He can move in the ring in them. Mm-hmm. He's not wearing those for fashion. He's wearing them for function. But also, there are guys who still do the old school way of working. They're not spot, 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 spot. They're guys who tell a story. This match told a story. This wrestling theory. It still happens. Give that man some credit. Besides the whole singing with the guitar thing. Because, <laughs> like, the only person, somebody said it before, the only person I want to see with a guitar is Jeff Jarrett, the honky talk. That was a, you, that was a, right, we that had was last Sinise week. last like, week. You only want to see certain mm-hmm. people with guitars, and I get it. If you're going to do it, have them doing the walkthrough. But the whole singing, who wants to walk with Elias? <laughs> Just bring me Batista the Batista bomb real quick and say, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 on DVD. (laughs) I'll be like, oh, Volume 3 in 2020. Right, I'll be like, oh my God, did you see Drax? He gonna be so amazing with his kid anymore. Uh, but continuing the match, uh, Am- uh, we get a beautiful perfect plex uh, by Ambrose. So oh, I still so kicks out at two. That was very nicely ex- yeah. executed. Beautiful that was very nice. fisherman suplex, also known as the perfect plex, made made famous by the late great Kurt Henning. Mm. Oh really? Yeah, you nice. remember the perfect plex? That was his, that was Kurt Henning's finisher. It was a it was a fisherman suplex, hooked in, boom, one two three, called it the perfect plex. Before again, basic wrestling days. You yeah. didn't have to have it. Remember, the DDT was a finisher for the longest. Yeah. Yes, and I love it. Remember it, looks like, it looks like something you'd have in a video game. Yes. And it is in the video game. It looks so, like something you'd do like, somebody yeah. in real life, though. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's D- like in the lunchroom. Be like, hey, I need to talk to you for a or second. Like, Come here, bring, bring and then, like, do a wall rock. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, but something like that, I, I loved it and appreciated it. Yeah. Oh, and happy birthday to Carlos zero nine e in the chat room. Thanks oh, for being here. Happy, happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday, buddy. Yeah. You're my birthday, buddy. This is your birthday song. This is your birthday song. Hey, buddy. Happy birthday to you. Hey, buddy. This is your birthday song. Give this man a guitar. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Gonna <laughs> give him a guitar to spotlight. You ready to walk <laughs> this line with Ify? Ify. Oh goodness. Okay, but but for. Oh, we broke Jay. <laughs> for Elias versus Ambrose. Uh, so Elias tried for a superplex from oh the top rope. Ambrose headbutts. Uh, so that was all the no. So the Miz and Maurice run out as a distraction. Ambrose goes for them. Uh, Maurice is utilized as a wall. 
and Ambrose gets back in the ring because he's about to get counted out and instead for his trouble he gets a double knee stomp to the middle of his spine Oof. by Elias and a swinging neck breaker Elias gets a W uh, how do you all feel about Maurice keeps being used as the shield for the Miz? <laughs> like, every time the Ambrose word, people like, I got a woman. <laughs> it's just one time. It's just going to be an accident. It's just going to happen. And then we'll just go back to the attitude area and just straight up <laughs> suplex her through a suplex of women. Through t- I'm mad that they let go. I'm mad that they traded Dean Ambrose to, from SmackDown just for the fact that they kept Renee Young on SmackDown. And we never got to see that promo that could have been built up um, with the Miz and Marie's doing things like they did Cena and Nikki Bella. <laughs> Can you imagine the Miz fun. doing Dean Ambrose in the alleys and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> Renee, this is where I live at. What is this? It's a cardboard box. <laughs> <laughs> He'd have a lot of fun with that. <laughs> he would have too much fun. But oh, it was he'd be a, it was so a, dirty. He'd, he'd just be, be so dirty, dirty in the face. He won't just drink. What is it? I don't know either. Like, <laughs> yeah, and it, you know, I feel like we did kind of... Sp- Skip over how good that bit was that they were making fun of. Couples? Yes! Yeah, they should bring that back and just really just use it. Because also, like, you know, a lot of people were up in the air of how they felt about the WrestleMania match. But I do think it was cool to see, like, these couples matches. Like, you you know, I Mm -hmm. feel like they're aren't enough couples in the WWE to have it going constantly but it shouldn't be constantly it should be like a nice little treat every now and then like yes that. yeah well treats are nice <laughs> <laughs> treats are nice treats are nice treats are I like nice. treats I'm a big dessert person <laughs> I mean we get a lot of couples in the WWE that they play storylines and angles with I mean there are I don't I don't know how many we know of for sure on Raw beside the Cruiserweights because they're not going to have the Cruiserweights angles with the story with the relationships carry over to the main roster you know, but right. there are different things that you can see because after they, what they did for that Cena Bella build up was the greatest to be in his house. <laughs> to be yes. in his house, that I told you fantastic. not to look at me with cameras. Up. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and they even brought that for when all three of them were brought to Raw. That was the first thing that they did in the ring together. So it was that was pretty great. It was great. Uh, but moving along with Raw, we have the Shattered Dreams Productions with Goldust, oh, where you yeah. have to keep your friends close but your enemies closer. <laughs> Godfather Part Two, nineteen seventy four. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, it's our uh, truth is jealous. He's scared. You know, I got to you before you could get to me type of a deal the golden age is back (laughs) (laughs) oh okay that timing was epic mark killing it that was perfect do you think are you think do you think this is their way to get ready to send them off oh yeah I think this is this is his like. Yeah. I think this is both of them. Yeah, I oh, think this no. is both of them to send them off. You know, I didn't even think about that until you said it. Cause think right, because the thing is, he's gone back to gold dust, gold dust. The only other thing you can do is get him to make up with his ex wife for one program. <laughs> <laughs> get him to some hey, Terry. I need you for this promo to be golden. Just just see what she says <laughs> real quick. Like, oh, can you do it? Because like this is what they're doing. They're sending them. They're sending them both out because again, they're transitioning out of everything. The attitude. Yeah. Everything attitude. Everything ruthless aggression. They letting it all go. This is new era. So I think this is the way they send them off. You don't have to have them buried by anybody else. It's two of those guys that were around that time. You letting them go. And Goldust going back to being the evil Goldust, the one that made Razor Ramon uncomfortable. The one with Razor Ramon was like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, yeah. I'm not, not going to do that. Remember when he got the tattoo, he did the tattoo on his chest that said Razor? Yeah. You remember that? 
Goldust had a tattoo on his chest that said Razor in a heart. Um. And Scott Hall was like, hey, man, uh, he going a little too far there. Yeah. Scott Hall was like, I'm not going to do this. And so then we have the Miz backstage with Kurt Angle, and uh, Kurt Angle is mad. Miz is messing up. Angle already has to deal with Brock and Samoa Joe. And Miz is like, Ambrose ruined the Intercontinental Combat Tour. Want you to fire and suspend Ambrose. But Kurt is like, never speak to me <laughs> that way again. And Kurt looked like he needed to take his blood pressure medication because he was looking red. His yes. Whole- <laughs> oh, he was mad. <laughs> like, <laughs> I will do nothing. Kurt you is, do something. Kurt is so committed. He was like, I got to look mad for this. I'm going to slap my face a few times, <laughs> get nice and red. So it was like, <laughs> But it wasn't even Kurt's face just was red. The whole head was like, like his whole blood, that one vein that you always see on the side of Kurt Angle's yeah. head. It was like, I'm going to kill you. Keep talking to me. I swear to God, I will angle slam you back here. I like that the vein is talking. It's like a Deadpool comic yeah. in the vein. The vein has its own personality. The vein has its own personality. Uh, so then we get a uh, package for Cedric, uh, Cedric Alexander. Uh, yes, he is part of the cruiserweight division. We haven't yeah. seen him for a while on Raw, but he is. So this reminded us about that. And that led into the segment of Noam Dar backstage uh, with Cedric, Cedric, Cedric. With Cedric in the Cedric. locker room, and and Cedric is basically done with Fox Star, Alicia Fox and uh. Star. Alicia Fox is on the speakerphone. She's laid up with a neck injury, and it looks like Cedric and Dar are going to throw down. But she don't want to hang up the phone. No, no, she wants to be there the entire time. Oh, yeah. In fact, she stays on Facetime the entire time as we go into the actual match where we follow Noam Dar and he goes into the ring. She's not only on Facetime; she's on the Tron. <laughs> Which shouts out to the production team because right. the first time they did that was with Tyler Breeze. When Tyler Breeze oh, used to come I out, I loved those right. entrances. So they used to do that with Tyler Breeze. But the fact they took a, the FaceTime, it was like, no, we keep it up the entire match. Oh, yeah. Yes, they did. And I she was, was in a neck brace because, you know, neck injury. Yeah, those happened really yeah, severe. She was extremely vocal uh, during that FaceTime. You know, it was a very big deal <laughs> to not hang up. Communication. Right. Well, <laughs> the match itself was about as long as the replay of the match where. <laughs> Uh, Cedric Alexander delivers a lumbar check, so it's a squash, and he gets the W. Do yeah. you? Do you? Would you guys? I, I I've been wondering this. Would you guys like to see the cruiserweights just be considered part of Raw instead of them doing instead this of whole, them having their own? Well, I mean, no, no. Two or five live is is cool. Yeah, two or five live is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but instead of this whole. Right between commercial breaks, you got the whole production crew coming out, taking off one layer of tape to reveal the purple to turn the colors around. We know they're cruiserweights. Let's yeah. let them be on Raw. Oh yeah, I see what you uh, mean. Yeah, that makes more sense. They, that shouldn't even happen. I think the especially since they do have two hundred five. They, they, right, they have the they have the two hundred five. Yeah, they live. have their own brand and content. There's no reason to do it. As a matter of fact, I think, uh, and this might be controversial to some, I think cruiserweights should be pulled out of Raw and SmackDown, and they should do a better job of pushing up 205 line I, now to be that I definitely agree with you own show because there's not enough room and like and it sounds crazy since we're talking about a three hour show but I feel like we pull out the cruiserweights get, pump up 205 live and in that space uh, give a slot for women's division because I feel like that's why we keep getting these crappy like matchups is because you only have one match <laughs> and, and 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 you can't build a story for multiple people with one match so you're gonna keep getting this Bailey you're gonna keep getting the same Alexa Bliss you're not gonna get to see anyone else but and then 
you're going to wonder why these women are falling falling by the wayside, but it's like there's no way to show you're them You're not off. giving them enough opportunity yeah, to keep, keep having these. In- Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all these shows for you free is by our amazing sponsors, and today Spotify is one of our sponsors. On Spotify, you can listen to all of your favorite artists and podcasts in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're listening to right now. On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcast so you don't miss an episode. Premium users can even download episodes to listen to offline, wherever they are, and you can easily share what you're listening to with all your friends and following on Instagram. If you haven't done so already, be sure to download the Spotify app and search for AfterBuzz TV on Spotify, or browse podcasts in the Your Library tab. Also, make sure you follow us so you never miss an episode of AfterBuzz TV. In ring powwows where all the women from backstage like come all out. all of them at one time, and it's like... I, I agree with that. I'm like, why would you do all of them just to have just to have us only really focus on two? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're gonna bring all. Of, I just think with 205 Live, I get it because I've heard the stories how after they tape Smack, because 205 Live is directly after SmackDown. Right. People will leave the arena. So, which is unfortunate. But I, you brought up a great point earlier, Mark here before we were, when we were watching Raw. Who should they move from the main roster? Kalisto. I think that would keep he, people. He dominated, and perhaps some, oh, yeah. um, you and know, perhaps some right. of the audience would yeah. head because over. Because it's it, like you said, let the, let let these guys shine on that because that's what it was meant to be. Yeah. You did the cruiserweight cruiserweight mm-hmm. uh, cup, whatever. You had this big thing. You made the world introduced to him. Like, for first of all, I don't know why y'all act like cruiserweights were the first time ever <laughs> to happen in this company when Crash Holly was one of the longest reigning cruiserweight champions yeah. ever. But you had all this, and then you're like, all right, we're gonna put him on Raw. I get you. You trying to do the whole raw audience, mm-hmm. but it takes away. Like I said, you give them the, again. That Cedric Alexander Noam Dar match could have been longer. Yeah, for, yeah. But again, we know the whole we, thing was. We knew what to, they were doing. We knew what they were doing, but they yeah. could have them do more. Then to have the what happens later with Neville and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You got two hundred five live for this. Yeah. Yeah, Zeno Hour, he agrees. He does not like the in-ring changes. And AJ0314 says, if only they had a strictly exhibition-style tournament. <laughs> tournament. <laughs> if only if they did. If only there did. was some kind of... Yeah, cruiserweight like, uh, like classic. classic. That, that sounds like a good I name. mean, that aired specifically on the WWE that, that Network. That feels like that would ring a bell. Yeah. I mean, you bring up the best cruiserweights from around the world. Yeah, oh, man. Even yeah. though they all live in the United States. I mean... Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> the <laughs> I was like, represent Pakistan. I was like, this dude is down the street from my buddy in Chicago. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I get wow. it. But it's just, I would like for them. You brought this. You brought this whole two hundred five live division for a reason. Yeah. yeah, let this be what it is, and put put something behind it. Of course, we don't see what they put in behind the UK program because it's the UK. That's their own thing, right? Yeah, but you got this here for a reason. Do something with it. Yeah, and Jay, I can speak to... Um, I Last time they were in town, I went to SmackDown and 205 Live taping, and I was we were falling asleep during 205 Live because SmackDown was so boom, 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 because yeah. they fit so much mm-hmm. into a two-hour thing. And despite being like amazing matches, we were passing out in our seats, and, and people were leaving. If they mm. put... To, I know they're trying to focus on the live part, but if they record 205 Live to be before SmackDown and then play it... Exactly. Yeah. That, I think that would that would solve all their problems. Because oh, yeah. remember, they used to do nice. that back in the day. Remember, you used to do like the Sunday Night Heats, the main events, the yes. Milan, yes. Yes. Superstars. Those, superstars. Yeah. Those were all superstars. taped before SmackDown mm-hmm. and before Raw. Like, those were all pre taped, so you had that full house already. Yeah. Do that with 205 Live. This way, you give all these guys a fighting chance. They got a packed house to work in front of. Put the main roster on notice. 
what you because that's what NXT does, and it's not even on the same day. <laughs> they be in different buildings. NXT's like, here you go, he gonna take over. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. go ahead, have your summer yeah, slam. Exactly. There you, go. you know what I'm saying? So that's but, just my thought. Yeah. My man Zeno Hour. He has a plan. He says, <laughs> says, my idea, move 205 Live to 8 o'clock on the USA Network, then Raw back to two hours. USA still gets three hours of WWE programming. That sounds really <laughs> smart. My man is using networks. Like, he's, he's, like, like, he's <laughs> got a plan. He's got- <laughs> he didn't wrote treatments up. Yeah. Like, look, here's your stuff. He didn't wrote up treatments. Like, listen, this is your look. champion right here. This is how long he holds the belt. This is who he drops it to. Now, the reason oh, he, he drops it to this person, this other cruise away he wants right. to come in. We bring in Callisto, who all of a sudden, he gets angry. Ray Mysterio, <laughs> Heel angry. <laughs> the heel like nobody trusted. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, yeah. Go ahead and move out east. You know, you got this. Yeah, continue on with Raw. Uh, we have Bray Wyatt. Uh, he comes out for his promo. And, uh, you mean the well, hipster? Yeah. He his his look has changed from uh, yes. you know down and out. Yes. You know, swamp preacher. I, d- d- I really love like as like a guy who loved the deliverance angle. I hate seeing this devolve. More and more, where and I was, I was smarking you out. You like the whale? I, mean, I, I love was, the whale in mercy 2.0. Dude, what he was. I was smarking out for House of Horrors. Like people were like, "That's cheesy," but I'm like, "I, I like this cheesy." <laughs> I miss supernatural WWE, yes. and they yeah. have powers. And then they had him using the ring, and he was seeing maggots. But somehow he still lost. Like you can't use magic and lose. And, and <laughs> like, come on, like you, you, they, just don't use magic then. <laughs> so, but like you know, then he's finally getting his win. It feels like they, they're yeah. building him up to something good and then now we're slowly seeing his clothes turn into denim jackets and <laughs> yeah. patchwork. He's going from uh, battle mage to a bard. Yeah, he kind yeah. of feels like that. Uh, new, nerd moment. Sorry. I'm the nerd face of fear. Yes, but, this is scared of me. Yeah, he goes, humanity is guilty for mistaking intelligence with knowledge. The world is ending, collapsing under the weight of its own skin. Those who deny me will be judged. Those who sit in pathetic apathy will pay with their guilt. And he's, of course, talking about Seth Rollins. In fact, he's gloating over Seth Rollins. If you take my name in vain, you will fall. I feel like the new Wyatt family should just be members in the audience passing out pamphlets. Would you like to join Church of Wyatt? Would you like to join Church of Wyatt? I like the Church of Wyatt. I join the Church of Wyatt. I like Bray Wyatt. I mean, I do. You know, I like how much fun he has in the ring. I feel like they need to utilize him better. But then I have been saying this for, it feels like, forever. Yeah. Because they could have had him as their next, you know, Prince of Darkness type of a thing. They had an opportunity when he went up against Undertaker to have him take Undertaker down. And they decided not to. To do that so okay. yeah I thought he was going to take him down but I understand why they didn't want to do it right away because that mm-hmm. is the year after uh, the streak that right. was the year after yeah. the streak right. so, I get that. so they don't want him to go into the losing streak but I thought he was going to beat him and then recruit him and then like make him his like dark prince yo they did the ministry of oh, darkness nice. angle again Ooh, but Bray Wyatt was his apprentice exactly I'd be a-okay with that I would have been fine with all the sacrifices Yes, uh, Rollins does come out, and Rollins has some truths for Bray Wyatt, <laughs> if I like calling him a thin-skinned coward. You know, yeah. you mad because I called you some names? No. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. So Bray says that he's going to slay the Kingslayer, and then it cuts to oh, there's video cuts. Oh, it's Bray's video cuts. Wait, no, Bray has disappeared out of the ring, and he's on the Tron. Calls himself a god, and that's it. But remember. You can't be using magic and losing, my man. You better, you gotta, you better come out with a win. Shouts out to Bray Wyatt's cardio. Yeah, because, he he had to book it because 
<laughs> it got dark. Look. Him didn't know exactly where to run Look. and be right back on the side to cut the residents from. Look, I, had a, I had a friend who went to Vegas to see the Chris Angel uh, Cirque du Soleil show, <laughs> and there was a there was a I guess a a bit in the show where he like teleported, and she said you saw like the poof. And it went dark, but you could hear his footsteps running. Like, running. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, then you, you know, see him right. on the other platform just out of breath, like. <laughs> <laughs> like, I did it. All right, so we have Charlie backstage with the Hardy Boys. It's a two out of three uh, fall tag team championship match that is going to happen. And uh, we hear that Team Extreme doesn't avoid daunting tasks, they confront it and jump off of it. And, of course. Of and of course, Seamus and Cesar are the bar, but we're going to break the bar. So we go on to Apollo Crews and Titus O'Neil versus Kalisto, part four. <laughs> so <laughs> Titus O'Neil is trying to re- to recruit Akira Tazawa and set him in the front row for this match. And, oh, hey, let, here you go. These are really good VIP tickets right here. <laughs> there you go. No, and, hey, and nobody else bought these seats. Nobody <laughs> else. Yeah, we, they we didn't move anybody out of, yeah. that, out of that seat for there. So uh, Kalisto for this match actually comes out, you know, he's Kalisto. He comes out really strong against uh, Apollo Crews. I know we have tilt-a-whirl, head scissors, you know, low kicks, high kicks, everything. Apollo does stop that momentum at a certain point with the suplex, but Kalisto kicks out it too. Uh, Kalisto utilizes the top rope, but Apollo Crews stops the fireworks with, it was just a well-placed powerbomb for the W. So... I mean, Titus then grabs uh, Kiro Tozawa from, like, right across the barricade, drags him into the ring, because it's selfie time. Akira's not really feeling it, but, you know, neither was Apollo before. So, is this a new addition to the Titus brand? I have a theory they should do, and it's (laughs) only based off the fact that Apollo Crews don't stop smiling. (laughs) Send him over to SmackDown and put him with the New Day. Oh, he just came from SmackDown. Put him back. (laughs) Put him back. Because again, he's so positive. Like you, ca- I can't see Apollo Cruz as a heel. Yeah, you can't see him as a heel. And so him being all cheesy and bald headed and black with Big E <laughs> being cheesy and with a half a fade and black and Xavier Woods being cheesy and a uncurly afro and black and Kofi Kingston being either Ghanaian or Jamaican but he black. Like just put them together and all that power of positivity. <laughs> and what about Titus O'Neil? Man, have him join up with Heath Slater and Rhino. Do something. Oh, uh, you know, they. you remember when they had Slater Gator? Yo, first of all. They if, lost it when that big bunny got involved, though. If anybody so is watching this and knows of anybody in any black fraternities, uh, I know a bunch of people who are mighty men of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated who were like, <laughs> if he goes, rrr, rrr, and has Slater do that one more damn time, because Heath Slater throwing the hooks and ruin like the cues. <laughs> I know a lot of cues was like. <laughs> yeah, oh, there it is. I was like, oh, oh wow! I was not feeling it when you do the ura ura ura. It looked like it was like seal calls to me. <laughs> um, but I'm glad that he has, you know, he re- has love for his fraternity. I do respect that. But speaking of uh, Slater and Rhino, we have the Miz backstage. Rhino, of course, is eating crackers. They look like Ritz crackers and cheese whiz. Been uh, the catering. He's, coming, yeah, up, he's coming up in the world. He is. He's <laughs> getting fancy. He's got he's, name he's, brand now. Used to be saltines. Now he's up to the Ritz. Yeah. There you go. When, you know when you're up to the Ritz. Because Slater got kids. <laughs> he needs his job. So Miz says how, you know, they used to be tag team champs on SmackDown Live. Miz wants Heath to join join his entourage you know he made him a big star in marine five battleground so heath says 
oh, I might be interested, but I want a shot at Intercontinental Champion. And then it's like, sure, I can give you a shot someday. Rhino isn't really having it. Uh, in fact, Miss says, so do you want caviar with A-listers or cheese whiz with losers? But Rhino isn't uh, feeling it. He says, uh, Miss better find a tag team partner because there is going to be a match later. And that does happen. Who is this? Is this uh, Teddy Long? Because you're oh. going to be in action later in a tag team match. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, we'll do it now. We can do it now. No, no, no. I just uh, had to do it for that cue. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, First of all, I'm gonna need the biz to stop bringing up the Marine Five Battleground like more, <laughs> like more than seven people saw that movie. Well, that's, I think that's the funniest thing about him, like using that angle, especially when he's up against someone like Cena. Like it was like you're dissing him when you're doing the fifth version of, of the his movie. Star <laughs> of his movie. It's fun. Uh, so we have Alexa Bliss comes out to the ring. You know, last week Alexa did have a Nia Jax problem. Alexa's solution was DQing herself by hitting Dana Brooks on the outside of the ring, and therefore her title was defended. She brings this up because she says an extreme rule. She defeated Bailey so uh, with the kendo stick on a pole match, and she was forced to defend her title against Nia. So she doesn't have to defend anything tonight. And then Nia comes out and is like forced. I thought we were friends. You know, in her Nile way. Yeah. And in there was a lot of... In her Valley Girl way? Yeah. And in her <laughs> Nile way. So there was a lot of backpedaling from Alexa. Now we're friends. We're friends with Nia. Mickey James, six times women champions, comes out on the mic. What are you talking about, you little dwarf? Her words. <laughs> and Dana Brooke is also out there saying to Nia how Alexa is not a friend. And then we have everybody comes out. We have Evil Emma and her aviator glasses and purple lipstick glory. We've got <laughs> Sasha entering. And Sasha Sasha has some words to say, but what we really pay attention to is that she clocks the ever loving <laughs> stuffing out of Alexa with Mike in hand. And then we will have a six woman tag, tag team match. Run a circle, Iffy. Run a circle real quick. <laughs> but it's like Iffy was saying earlier, though. I get we were leading up to that tag team match. Yeah. But did we need to have initially all six women in the ring? No. You no, could have had but, the whole Alexa Bliss Sasha thing. Yeah, but we want them to have some camera time. I mean, that's There's also that. And yeah. they they really did jazz up Mickey James's gear for this particular oh, yeah. raw than what they had with her before. So they were paying attention. <laughs> Shouts out to AJ AJ0314 in the chat room. They said baby D aka Nia Jack speaks. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, man. Yeah, that is a great <laughs> <laughs> Great! Shouts oh, out for man. the next Friday reference. Yeah, how about the fact that they're they announced another Friday and Baby D is back in it. Yeah, they doing it. They, and they doing the same bit. They're, like, re, no. they're recycling everything <laughs> from all three movies. I know they're like scoop it up. What we got? <laughs> we can't get Chris Tucker. We can't still? get Chris Tucker. All right, all right, all right we still got Mike. Up. Mike ain't doing nothing. Get him real quick. <laughs> they canceled Uncle Buck. Get Mike. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, so we've got Nyan, Emma, and Alexa versus Dana, Mickey, and Sasha. You know, it starts off, you know, Ale uh, Alexa and Dana are in a neck lock in the middle of the ring. You know, Emma gets tagged in, starts working over Dana, cheap shotting Mickey. Uh, Sasha gets tagged in, uh, and Emma actually goes for a tag to Alexa, and Alexa walks away. 
She's no, she's good. She that, doesn't have to defend that's anything. That's the great. That's a heel move right there. That's she a, walks that's away a and goes right up the right ramp. There. And Emma's just looking at her like, "What?" Well, she, she should have told Emma, "You still got to prove yourself. Like you can't get <laughs> you can't get your gimmicks together. Like you don't know <laughs> you don't know what you want to be. Like, but I love Alexa. Alexa Bliss is a true heel in every sense of the word." You just Very hit, nice. You drop down, walk off. I don't need this. Yeah, and yeah. it's a short match after that. I mean, we have Mickey James jumping from the top rope onto Nia Jax, but basically Emma has to tap out on the bank statement because Sasha locks that in real quick. Yeah. I want you know what I love is 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 a part of the business is when like everybody's like, Oh, these matches are fixed, this and the third. It's choreographed, whatever. When you gotta figure out who takes the fall. It's real easy to look at that team. You got Sasha Banks, Mickey James, and Dana Brooke. You know they're going over. They're going up against Alexa Bliss, Nia Jackson, Emma. They just like, yeah, you taking this? <laughs> you, you know you tapping, right? Yeah. <laughs> Emma right. was like, "Bitch, my glasses." You tapping? You know this, right? <laughs> my glasses. <laughs> Take the glasses off before the match. Because <laughs> you're about to tap. Put them glasses to the side. Uh, don't keep them up. I just, again, I, I get what you're saying. I, lo- I love the fact that, again, I, all, I will keep praising these women week in and week out because their work ethic is amazing. Mm-hmm. Character development is a whole different ball game. A lot of the characters aren't developed. In-ring work, yo, you can't, yeah. you can't knock them. But once Ember Moon comes up and Asuka comes up, Somebody in trouble. They oh, are, man. Want to see some Ember. I'm, 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 I'm telling you right now, they are sandbagging them so hard because they know the moment those two leave, they don't have a women's division. The they, they, they know they it's know. over. But look, I called. I wanted Asuka, obviously, to come up yes. way, yes. way like before Shinsuke. I was like, leave Shinsuke, bring up Asuka. We need some Asuka. But right now, they, they have... A handful of women they don't know what to do <laughs> with. They're deep. like, yo, you gotta stay back, Oscar. You gotta stay back. We I, ain't got. They told problem. Oscar they was like, listen, we really listen. They, they sat down. I was like, look, this is what's really happening. No. <laughs> we, you know, you gotta have somebody. Look, this. We really want you to go up. We believe in you. Everything. However, however, if you leave, who is she gonna work? There is. Wait, that. Man, what do you mean, everybody else? No, who is she gonna work? Now, shouts out to Ruby Riot. Shouts out to us. Uh, I'll call her Crazy Mary Dobson. People I know, I get it, but y'all haven't proven yourself yet to be that main roster caliber yet. I know you girl, you ladies can work. I know it to the heart. I've watched what you do over the years. But you got Ember Moon, who when she came in, everybody was like, oh, yeah. dear God. <laughs> and Oscar just spoke for herself. They was like, you know, Oscar's 35. Everybody's like, she's not going to do, oh, she does all that. And it's like, like you said, they bring them up, it's over. There you go. <laughs> it's over. And, yeah. and continuing with the women's division, we have uh, Corey Graves. He interviews Bailey, and it's about extreme rules. I'm glad that they did this interview because we all wanted to know this. <laughs> no? Uh, and say, it again, say it again with more feeling, though. <laughs> yeah, we, we all needed to know this. Be like, why, 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 why didn't you go extreme on extreme rules? And Bailey opens up. She does say that she has never been in a match or a situation like that before. She's here to put smiles on people's faces, not bruises on their backs. Mm. Everything that she gives to the ring and to the fans is, it's me. I'm not changing who I am. I'm giving the best version of me. So Corey asks her, so what does the future hold for Bailey with that particular mindset, you know, as a wrestler? 
And then she says that she started nine years ago. And first day of training in her journal, she wrote, I want to be the best. But she wants a certain type of legacy. Uh, basically, beating on Alexa with a kendo stick, isn't it? She says that you can do it your own way. And she's a hugger and ends with hugging Corey Graves. <sighs> How do we feel about this interview? I feel like uh, this is WWE putting her in the toy section. And what I mean (laughs) by the toy section is you're for the kids. You get stuck up there on the shelf with John Cena. And you're never going to do anything that makes your angle complex. You're going to stay happy, friendly, and fun so they can sell t-shirts and toys with your face on them. So so that's, that's what that was. That was, you know, letting the smarks know, like, yep. That's what we doing, <laughs> or uh, more like this. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Give <laughs> us, but you don't get the name pay per views, Vince. Yeah, <laughs> you don't get pay per. Yeah, that, I, I agree hard. That's all it is. It's just she's your. You know what? Every little girl. There's Wonder Woman, and now we need to resell this Bailey merchandise real quick. Yeah, because I guarantee you, after like last week, weekend before last, when Wonder Woman came out, Bailey's merch sales dropped because. <laughs> All those hugger bands and bracelets went to silver bracelets and tiaras and shields, which rightfully so. Yeah. But Vince is like, she's a hugger. She she's not a bad girl. No, yeah. he's he's a. The thing of it is, is that she's like Gabby from season one of Xena Warrior Princess. Oh. You know, in season one, you know she's 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 like a hugger. You know, she's yeah. very much a bard. She's very much a scholar. Mm-hmm. She's trying to figure out her her path of the friend, so to speak. But mm-hmm. then by the time that you get around to the later seasons, it's like, she's still Gabrielle, but she's a warrior. She's, so yeah. I would have actually kind of appreciated that with uh, Bailey, you know, bringing the business when the business needs to be brought. That's a real deep cut, Marquia. Thank you. <laughs> Nerd moment. Nerd moment. Yes. Yeah, but unfortunately, the way uh, the WWE's priorities works is uh, um, pushing Roman Reigns, <laughs> selling T-shirts... Um, um, Cena uh, shirts, huh? Cena C- shirts, Cena, Cena shirts. They, that's all there's like that's all that, merch, selling all merch. Uh, and then it's uh, uh, ruining Bray Wyatt for Iffy, uh, <laughs> for <laughs> Iffy then, and everyone else, Iffy yeah. and everyone else. Then it's uh, um, you know, talk shows, and then it's building story and great roster, and somehow go. figuring out how do we keep Peter Rosenberg on shows and yeah. for what reason. <laughs> Because I'm still mad about that. I'm just going to say that. I get his other following, but I was like, yo, everybody was just like, no, they're going to throw Peter Rosenberg yeah. dead in here. And, and the the next segment of Raw, though, is uh, actually my personal favorite. I actually had a lot of fun with this segment. It's Heath Slater and Rhino versus The Miz, but Miz needs a tag team partner. We oh, don't yeah. know who it's going to be. And then we hear... It was this very happy music with bear icons I all love, over the yeah, Titan Yeah, it was like the bear emoji. I felt like I it was love, emoji. I love who else got to do the Titan Tron for that and make the music real quick. Hey, the bear needs some music. Yeah. <laughs> we, we need some music we for the bear, it. but it can't be copyrighted. Right. Not copyrighted make, music. Make some music. Int- Make entrance music for the bear. Could you imagine getting that? You wake up, you check your, you you the producer, you the new producers. I can't remember the guys' names. And you wake up, you like, all right, man. Oh, who we got? We got a new batch of. All right, we got to make some. Let me see who we got to do today. All right, we got to do this in NXT. You got to do this, SmackDown, and the bear. Wait, the bear says priority. Oh, hold on, I think I'm asleep. 
So, yeah. It's like, no, no, it's there. So, uh, when Ms. and Maurice came in, Maurice is still mad from last week. That grandfather yeah. clock, that took her a whole year to save up for to get for him. So, no kisses for Ms. Uh, during the entire opening. So, oh, there yeah, were Mar- no Mar- PDA. Marquia loved that. She was like, she's still mad. She's it's like, still- she's still mad. It's like, she's real mad. Yeah. So... Yeah, and so the the congratulations bear from last week was the Mrs. Who was like six yeah. foot seven tag team yeah. partner. Yeah. Also, uh, you know, Joseph Boza said the commentary team made him hate this match. I'm assuming <laughs> those bear puns weren't were there unbearable. Were a <laughs> lot of bear puns, you know, but they kept it simple. They kept it down to the bare necessities. So it's just. I've got more. <laughs> you just looked at me like that. Uh, so yeah, for the match itself, they yes. got no Booker T puns because Booker they they didn't oh, get well. Booker they didn't get Booker the script on those Corey Graves and Michael Cole just took over. Booker was like, "Where's my abs? Don't worry about that. Hey, we don't need you." <laughs> no, the commentary was going crazy. They had Revenant jokes. Oh yeah, uh, Big John Cub. Oh yeah, yeah they, they they had a lot. Uh, so the match itself, uh, Heath tries for a quick roll up. Miz kicks out at two, and. Uh, and Miz was actually trying to come to an agreement with Heath in the middle of the ring. He's like, hey, let's just do this. Let's just be part of my entourage. Nah, didn't really happen. And then the Louisiana audience got involved with it again and says, we want Bear. <laughs> <laughs> they started that chant. Uh, so they're trading blows in the ring. Rhino gets tagged in. And uh, Slater gets off the top rope onto Miz. But eventually, the bear tags himself in. Hey, the bear held on. To, first of all, the book was like, the bear's holding on to the tag team rope. First of all, that's good training right there. Corey <laughs> 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 was like, did you train the bear? It's like, oh, no. it's like, the bear's holding on to the tag rope. The bear come in, house of fire. He's, yeah, I'm okay. like, so shout out to this bear. He know what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, he, he raps. Uh, oh, yeah. He raps. The Miz. No, wait. No, the bear doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, uh, all I'm thinking, all I have is like lines of puns that they use, like where he's barely legal. I was giggling to yeah. myself the oh, entire yeah. time they were singing all this. Uh, but no, he, he grabs Heath Slater. Uh, the bear doesn't. Delivers a bear hug. Rhino uh, jumps out from the side of the ring, gets a quick hit to the kidneys. The bear doesn't like the taste of that, so goes to tag Miz back in. And Miz finally snaps because he's been paranoid this entire time that it's actually Dean Ambrose and starts wailing on the outside of the (laughs) ring against the bear. And he rips off the mascot's head, and it is another random guy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not Dean Ambrose. So Rhino slings Miz back into <laughs> Slater, delivers a beautiful boot to the face, and the bear rolls back into the ring. The bear does the dirty deeds on Slater. Maurice is like, wait, she sees the dirty deeds. She turn tries around. to run the Miz. Turn Miz is around. like, turn around, turn around, look, look, turn around. Ambrose makes a fake at Miz. Maurice gets knocked off of the side of the ring, and she's even more angry. She's gone. <laughs> We're not getting the running gift, but it's kind of like a. Resident Evil leg drag. <laughs> I was so mad because up the I was mad because the cameraman wasn't in position for this one. Because we would have <laughs> had it had he been in the right position. He was yeah. in front of her and not behind her. Because she's doing the, this time she's running like that on purpose. Because yes. she's got on her gear so she can move. She was doing that same little grandmama. I got something on the stove, but I got a pee run. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, Jesus, help me out, baby. Help me, Father God, help me. <laughs> None. <laughs> and the Miz is calling after her, but she's not coming back. And then he turns around, dirty deeds to the Miz. Yeah. Ambrose then places Slater on top of the Miz. I got kids. I need this job for the W. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, Ambrose. Say that again. Puts, Say that again. I got kids. I need this job 
<laughs> for the W. I'm looking how she looked at the camera. I got kids. I need this job. <laughs> so everybody's supposed to wear a mask on Miz and struts off. This upcoming Sunday, we have uh, Money in the Bank. That's happening. You know, we got to watch that. There's two really incredible matches that are going to be uh, there. One one is the uh, women's ladder match. The so looking forward to that. Historic match. And then also uh, after that, there will be the Raw exclusive Great Balls of Fire. Oof. That's gonna that's gonna Oof. happen. So uh, we have Neville versus Rich Swan next, uh, and and Rich Swan is in rare moves like he usually is, and he's feeling himself. He Got has a brand this, new blazer. He does brand new blazer. This visor that kind of looks like Jordy LaForge. I love it, and uh, he's just dancing, singing. And then during Swan's dancing intro, Neville beat that butt. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. wailed on him. Oh yeah. He didn't even get to finish his shimmy. He was mid-shimmy. No. And he got hit. I was like, no man should be hit mid-shimmy. Like, you let that man finish his shimmy. I know. You finish. Yeah. <laughs> there is no bell. It's all beat down. Yeah. You know, Neville just devastates him. Then gets on the mic. Tells Swan to get out of his ring. You know, calling out beat downs that he also did to TJP. Austin Aries. And then he warns Akira Tozawa. It's like... It takes more than a cute tweet from Titus O'Neil to be cruiserweight champion. You know how much they got to cover? They got to change them covers after every time Neville talks. You ever watch how much he spits in a oh, yeah. cruiserweight? You be like, oh, this is, wet. Oh, this is so wet. I know, it's like a dance. <laughs> this is done. Yeah, earlier Ify showed us a meme where it had Oh, a, yeah, yeah. It had, had uh, young, yeah, Neville uh, right next to Smeagol so you can see that. He's really just, you know, Smeagol after a good workout program for me. DM me for rates. <laughs> Please. No. I got kids as well. I need this money. The way it's there safe, call. DM me for rates. Uh, I get you looking like Neville. Yeah. Airline and all. Because yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to hit you with my barber. It's a package deal. <laughs> you sit in the seat and get cut up. So we have Charlie backstage with Seamus and Cesaro. And uh, she's interviewing them about their upcoming Hardy Boys match. And they say the key to defeating your opponents is to know your opponents. So uh, Cesaro even read the Hardy Boys book. Uh, exist to inspire but now they're going to inspire the hardy boys to write a sequel called exist to retire hey man we yeah. had this discussion of what are the hardys now because the hardys are legendary this is a hall of fame tag team no ifs ands or buts about it if anybody says they're not you're a fool they, they have transcended the game tag team game they've elevated the tag team division in many ways however bringing them back at wrestlemania was great now you you're not Vince knows he's not going to be able to give the people what they want. We're not going to get Brother Nero and Broken Matt. Are they just do? Are they just meant to be tag champions, or are they meant to just help keep pushing this tag team division? I think, I think we gonna get it eventually. But I think, I think like I was saying earlier, they're just deliberating, trying to get that rate. You know, they're, yeah. I feel like they feel like they can bargain with the rate because the longer that they hold it, the longer they stall, the more people are going to want it. So it's really going to make it worth however much money they're going to pay, mm. uh, you know, uh, TNA to get it. Uh, TNA owns it, right? I'm yeah, not yeah, TNA. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's TNA. So, and you know, and, and we also know what's going on with TNA. So TNA is probably trying to get the most money for it, <laughs> you know? So so, so I think that's where it is, is where it's like, look, they got them, but they're still working on the deal, and they're just stalling. And I think, you know, they're by having them 
in the spotlight as much without doing it. It is also WWE's way of saying, like, we don't need it. You know, so you can give us a low rate. Mm. I feel like they, because I feel like they don't need it. Like, if by the end of this, because people are going to keep watching because they want it to happen, they're thinking it's going to happen, they're expecting it to happen. So mm. we can go this whole run and never have that happen, but people would watch up until the end because they're expecting it. So I think, yeah, I think it really is a money thing more than anything. Okay. That makes sense. So we have uh, Enzo and Cass versus Gallows and Anderson. You know, Enzo's music, uh, Enzo and Cass's music hits, but they're nowhere to be found. What's going on? Oh, Big Cass has been ambushed in the ba- uh, backstage. He was hit the hardest he's ever been hit from behind. He says one hit took him down. Gallows and Anderson have jokes in the ring. Yeah. So then we try again, and then Enzo and Cass's music goes up. They come out. Uh, Big Cass is selling that he's hurt bad, but Cass is also angry, and he's on fire once he gets in the ring. He's throwing boots to Anderson. There's a lot of damage. Empire Elbow, watch out. Tags Enzo in, and then Enzo even does a little damage. Just, just, just a little just, before just they start beating the brakes off Enzo. <laughs> it was... It was not good. They started. They did I don't a know, lot of. What did Enzo say backstage? That they was like, "Oh, you finna feel all of this." Because <laughs> yes. Carl Anderson was like, "Take all this boot to the face." Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, he was. Yeah, Stomping I think on the, his head, everything. Yeah, the one good thing that Enzo did was that he got the feet out from under Gallows on the outside, you know, <laughs> making his it? head hit the apron, yeah. and then that was about it. Everything else was, you know, head stomp city. I was like, oh. So yeah, uh, Gallows gets tagged in, and he literally kicked. Enzo out of the air at one point <laughs> that happened and it ends with the magic killer you know G&W get the W uh, G&A get the W I was like, G&W. G&W I just want to know how does how much like how much pain pills how many pain pills do they give Enzo on standby as soon as he come back behind the curtain Man. like they have a cup of them just ready for him like you know, he's stumbling in the ground <laughs> <laughs> give me that cup somebody's like look they got a PA in the back. They're like, look, have this ready. Who's it for? Enzo. Is he going to need it? Trust me, he will. He will need <laughs> he it. He will need have it. Have a medic on standby. Uh, yes, and after the match is over, they actually go for another magic killer against Enzo. But Big Show comes out, and he comes to the aid of Enzo. And Big Cass is not feeling that. I just want to see not the Big Show run to the ring one time in my life. I just, I get it. I get the whole, he's seven feet tall. Run. Just a little. Just a, just a slight, just a jog. Anybody? Do you Nobody? want him to be able to talk when he gets to wherever he's he, going? He ain't got to talk. <laughs> well, you ain't going to see that. <laughs> I just want to, like, by that time, because think about it, technically speaking, you could, if I'm, if I'm Gallows and Anderson, the big show is walking to the ring. Oh, I got time to keep whooping on dudes more. Yeah. Like, I'm not in that much of a rush. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not yeah. in a rush to stop. No, I'm gonna sit here and look while he walks his ring. No, no, right. give him a third magic killer real quick. Just while he walk, just so he can see it while he's walking. Oh no, no, you got 30 more steps. Yeah. Hit him up real it's quick. Kind of like <laughs> he's Jason and be like, oh no, no, we still have time. Oh, no, we, <laughs> we got, don't have to run. No, no, no we got. Uh, you know what? Go on there, pick up that chair real quick. What are we gonna do? Uh, have yeah. a seat. Which brings us to a uh, truth be told production. Uh, <laughs> Our truth. What we've got here is a failure to communicate. Cool hand, Luke, 1967. <laughs> uh, the fact all it, three of us stopped talking that moment when it came, we were like, oh no, this is a truth be told for Yes. Yeah, you know, some of us had our headphones off. We popped them in. We were ready, we were ready to go. Oh, we're going to watch this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, it has man. some 70s style music in the background. It's all black and white. 
Yeah, it's uh, basically Goldust stabbed him in the back, and he's mad as hell, and he's not going to take it anymore. Goldie, you was my baby. You was my brother. How you attack my fa- my family? I had you around my kids, Goldie. <laughs> I'm mad. I'm not going to take You're it. You're not going to take it, Goldie. <laughs> so we have Enzo and Big Show backstage. And Enzo just he needs to know. I mean, it was one blow to take out Big Cass. You know, he hates to ask, but he kind of has to ask, was it Big Show? Big Show is not feeling that because he says this is two weeks now that you've brought this up. And, oh, no, wait, I understand. It's not you saying this. It's your partner. And I've got one word to describe him. Well. <laughs> the Big Show. <laughs> I just uh, want to see the Big Show in a soft T-shirt. I just want to see him in a giant size S A W F T. Because even when he, because when he spelled it he last week, it. it sounded like it hurt it. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded like all his lungs was like, we don't have as much air. Like we should be expanding this way to go soft. Like his lungs would be like, stop it. Man. <laughs> uh, so we have a uh, Mike Rome with Samoa Joe, uh, Heyman and Brocker playing in Samoa Joe's plan apparently. Uh, he says it's not about actions. Uh, it's about actions, not words. And that's why he sent the advocate back with the same wounds that he was going to deliver to the beast. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. So we now have our Raw main event, which is the two out of three falls tag team championship match. It's Matt and Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus and Cesaro, also known as Shazaro. <laughs> Where's the beads in Sheamus's beard? Bring yeah. back the beads. I love I, I know I love that that the tag team naming team is just from Tumblr. <laughs> I like that. that. It's like uh, it's Shizaro. Shizaro. It's yeah. uh, Big Kenzo. <laughs> well, remember because like I guess it was this thing where when you put people together, there was somehow a, like there was a name generator or whatever. Again, our truth and gold dust were the golden truth. Yeah, you know things like that. Uh, even when the Miz and the Truth were together, they were the awesome Truth. Yeah. So they had a name, and it's like you just get a you get a Seamus and Cesaro, and you're like, what name can we give them that doesn't sound racist? Because remember, they were part of the uh, what was the thing? They were the League of Nations. League of Nations. Oh, League of yeah. Nations. But of course, uh, Alberto Del Rio screwed all that up, and yeah. <laughs> he made what it was like. We kind of need you. Yeah, you're the <laughs> nation. Yeah, they were the League of Nations. It's like, yo, we can't go back to being the League of Nations because it's only two of us. It's not yeah. really a league. That's not a league. That's, <laughs> that's a partnership. That's a partnership. That's just some the allies. Partnership of nations. And we can't be allied powers because they've done that back yeah, in the yeah. day. You know, saying so certain names they try to think of, but they've been done. So they're just like. Cesaro. Yeah. yeah. And Cesaro, it there you go. It does. <laughs> hey, it works. Uh, so, but for this uh, two out of three falls match, okay, so congratulations, Bear Match was my favorite segment. This was absolutely the match of the night, in oh, my yeah. opinion. Absolutely. Oh, boy. I it's, mean, yeah. Like, like I said right after it. It, it's been a real long time since I've seen a belt on the line on a Raw or SmackDown and actually like thought it might be exchanged, you mm-hmm. know. And this was one where I was like, oh, I was on this, you know, just who's gonna win it? Who's gonna? Just so many kickouts. Like you normally don't see this many kickouts unless it's a pay per view. And mm-hmm. they went for it, and they were just, you know, Matt. The Hardys can look make anyone look good, but also Shazaro are great wrestlers anyway. So it was just a great match. What this is like was the perfect match to end on. This is how you end a Raw. This was the epitome of tag team wrestling. It was beautifully done. It, it was a beautiful tag team match. Match of the night. Yes, for sure. There's no. There was nobody even close. Yeah. 
There was nobody even close. And the way they did it, again, your first fall comes real quick. It Boom. does. Yeah, we had Matt and Jeff team up on Seamus at some poetry emotion in the corner. But Seamus answered with a bro kick to Jeff's heart. <laughs> Jeff done done too much drugs. You can't be kicking Jeff in the heart like that. Oh, yeah, Jeff done done a lot of cocaine over the years. <laughs> yeah, so the first fall went to Seamus. And, and Jeff catapult kicked it. I mean, how, how sweet. Catapult yeah. kicked him out of the ring. And tried to do it a second time. Yeah. Got him into the corner. So... Uh, and then kicking Sheamus into Cesaro. So Cesaro uh, tags in. Then Matt Hardy repeatedly just pummels Cesaro's head onto the turnbuckles. I Each love that of one. them I love that multiple most, times. I love that spot always. Love. Uh, so Sheamus then did a combo bro kick. It was a bro kick and a knee kick to the face uh, against uh, Matt. But actually no. Matt ended up kicking out of it. No. That's yeah. all I feel like is just no. I just, as soon as he hit the mat, I want to be like, count your teeth, baby. Count your teeth. Because, you know, he was, he was looking from the turnbuckle. His brother like, yo, man. <laughs> I'm speaking from experience. Suck them teeth. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, there's no way. Like, I get, we want to put on the best match possible. We the main event of Monday Night Raw, which is, which is also... In many instances, bigger than some pay-per-views to be the main event of Monday Night Raw. But like, yo, so I'm Sheamus. It's Sheamus. I'm Matt Hardy. And Sheamus is like, yo, I'm going to hit you with the spot. What you going to do? I'm going to hit you with a short bro kick. Then I'm going to bounce immediately back off the rope and hit you with a knee. Where you going to hit me with this knee? In the face. <laughs> what face? You only have one face. Why my face? <laughs> Why? 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 Man? Come on, why are you trying to do this? What, 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 what do you have to prove? Like, yeah. Man, but it looked good. It was a great spot. It was a great match. Yeah, it was great. Uh, but Matt kicks out at two with that one. So Cesaro's tagged in. He covers Matt. Interrupted by Jeff, though, so that didn't work. So he tries for the neutralizer. Denied again. But he does get the sharpshooter in. Unfortunately, Matt does get to the rope. So Seamus gets tagged in where Jeff does an inverted atomic bomb, uh, at- atomic bomb, atomic drop on Seamus and almost pins him, interrupted by Cesaro. But Seamus then launches Jeff onto the top rope while the refs were, you know, they had their mm-hmm. back turned. Cesaro delivered a beautiful uppercut. Yeah, oh, that was another oh, great yeah. spot. Uh-huh. It just was so fluid that you were just like, you know, it's it's so funny because, you know, uh, smarts were always like, we know this is fake. This, we know mm-hmm. this is choreographed. And once again, and I'd say to an extent, I don't want to undermine these people putting their body on the line. Thank you. When I, say, I speak, uh, I speak when for I say, all wrestlers <laughs> in the world. Nah. Uh, but but like, you know, the, but they are being safe. But when you see it come off so clean, you can't help but go, ooh, because it looks. Even the guys in the back, guys in the girls, sorry to interrupt. I even yeah. know the guys and the girls in the back, when you're watching on a monitor and you're really into a match and you see that, you're like, oh, 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 yeah. Uh, somebody go, please. <laughs> somebody do this. You just want to, to do this real quick. Throw the check in on them. Because, <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's like, it's so fluid. It's just so, yeah. boom, boom. And it's so crisp. And you're like, oh, there's no air. There's no separation. Yeah. There's nothing. You just see, this is an actual battle. And it's so beautiful. Yeah, uh, we do actually get a 
Uh, oh, I didn't write it down, but uh, we actually did get a pin from uh, Matt and Jeff that they took out. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. there was one where I believe it was Matt covering uh, Seamus, and then it was right by the rope, and Cesaro pulled him out to the bottom, and just <laughs> Seamus' whole body just slapped the floor. Yeah. Just was like, plop. I was like, oh, did you have to pull me so hard? <laughs> I know. He's like, Come on, man. Yeah. Uh, it's when uh, Matt goes back in, and he hits a twist of fate on Cesaro, and then nah. gets a pin on him. And then after that, yeah, when uh, Jeff does a swanton bomb on, yeah, on to Sheamus. Yeah, and then Cesaro pulls him out of the ring. But um, yeah, Matt and Jeff, they go two-on-one on Cesaro on the outside of the ring. You know, Then we just have straight-out brawling on the outside, and the match ends in a double count-out. Beautiful way for it to end. It's still open-ended. I just don't know how long you keep this going with them. Granted, WrestleMania was only in April, and we're only mm-hmm. in June, mm-hmm. but with all the Raws, all the pay-per-views we've seen, it seems like this program's going on forever, and I, I get it. Now they're trying to build legitimate storylines, but you still have to build these other tag teams around it. You need Gallows and Anderson to be doing something because this <laughs> this shame this uh Enzo and Cass thing is not going to cut it for them. You got the revival about to come back soon. Then that's pretty much it with your tag. You got Slater yeah. and Rhino, but you're not going to use them for. Let's just be honest; they they're not some, really. You're yeah. not using them for anything serious. I, I'll be honest. I, as much as I have respect for Rhino, uh, one of my role models from the reason I got in the business, I told him that's his face. I still tear up about it. But you're not using them two for anything serious. Yeah, yeah. you know you. I. They, but then when was the last time they used Heath Slater for something serious? Because he got kids. He needs his he job. Needs his job. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just that. I, you're trying to build up so many different divisions. I get it. You're trying to build the cruiserweights, like we said earlier. Mm-hmm. You're building up the women's. You're building up the tag. Well, you need tag teams. Yeah. Again, I still don't understand to this day. I mean, people try to justify, why do you have a three-hour program and you don't have three hours worth of stuff? You need more tag teams. Again, who do you bring up for NXT? You bring up the Authors of Pain from NXT, then what's left? Absolutely nothing. But it's like NXT is meant to be farmed out anyway. Right. Yeah. NXT is meant, and that's the hard thing to say about. It. Like you're like, yo, I don't want to see him leave NXT, but you're only NXT is your minor, is your double A yeah. to the WWE. You're right. only meant to be there to come up. You got to bring, start bringing these people up to start bringing more teams. And good, it's good you got the Hardys, but again, you're gonna need more teams. You want this tag team division to be stronger. Yeah. You know, that's just mm-hmm. that's just me. I mean, I mean, you know, what SmackDown has is what SmackDown has, and this isn't a SmackDown show, but you don't have. You're not building it right. I mean, you're focusing everything one way. You got Gallows and Anderson, who you pumped up so heavy when they were coming in. You gave them the belts, and now it's just like, what y'all doing? Pizza Hut commercials? So it's like, what you you know? What are you going to do? What The Revival. Are uh, they going to go with the Hardys? That was Noam Dar that was doing the Pizza Hut commercial, just to say. <laughs> but was it was it really was it really was it really Noam it Dar? It started with him. <laughs> or was it, it started? <laughs> or was it really? You know, you know, was it really? Was yeah. it really? Because he was just don't don't tell don't tell Foxy. <laughs> it was all about that. But it's like I just yeah. want the tag team division has always been something that's been personal and dear to my heart. And it's like if you can build that division up, you can make individual stars out of that division. Well, once definitely. you build that up so strong. Because once you build it up so strong, only what can they do? Go go singles. Again, the Hardys prove that. Jeff Hardy is a, what, three, four-time WWE champion? You can never take that from him. But we won't mention it. They won't mention it again anymore. They may, they may say it once or twice, but it's mainly not going to be what he does with his brother. Right. Build up that tag division. 
I think, yeah, I think that's absolutely true. They should do that. Just, just my thoughts. Yeah, yeah, no, those are good <laughs> thoughts. Uh, I mean, the match uh, does continue. Well, it's over, but it's not over. Right, it's just <laughs> because you know you can't let that go. Yeah, we still there's got five minutes airtime. There's nothing wrong. to let go there. <laughs> yeah, and it ends when Jeff launches himself from the top rope yeah. onto uh, Sheamus and Cesaro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, they get the last laugh. They retain, and they're struggling, doing their own little shuffle up the ramp with their I belts. love that Seamus hug of the belt like a baby. No, you can't have it. It's mine. <laughs> but, yeah, they should build up the tag team. They should build up the women's, like if he was bringing up earlier. And then, yeah, I, I liked uh, Zeno Hour's suggestion. Go ahead and put it up at the – yeah, that was, those were good earlier. It's like you have so much potential – the WWE has this new again they go through these phases of errors whatever they're called they're calling them this is the new era you've brought in all these big top tier indie stars you put them on your platform you've made some stars on your own now you said you want to do this do it but again Vince McMahon has to be willing to say alright I'll step back because his problem is he can't no I think I know what's best and you kind of don't anymore again you just named a pay per view great balls of fire it's great balls of fire. Goodness gracious. <laughs> you just named a pay-per-view yeah. great balls of fire. And they're going all in with all the advertising. Oh, yeah. They put the balls on that. Brock. They put the fiery balls on Brock. <laughs> like, there you go. <laughs> but build up these stars you got. You want, you want, you brought, you let Triple H say bring the Cruiserweight division back. You got it. You gave them a show. Put something behind that show. Give that show a reason to succeed. Oh, well, put it after SmackDown and people will want to stay. SmackDown is too high intent, too high impact and intense for it to follow it. Yeah. Yeah. Put it before. There put it go. before. Yeah, just s- switch up the order a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, uh, do we have any other thoughts about uh, this Raw that happened tonight? No, I don't think so. No, no, they were good. When the next covered? time we see Brock Lesnar? Oh, t- uh, SummerSlam, great, great balls of fire. Maybe, maybe SummerSlam <laughs> or right WrestleMania. Before, <laughs> the week, next WrestleMania, the, the the Monday before Great Balls of Fire. Yeah, yes. Because you know we have to limit as many times as we use Brock. Okay, he only got fourteen appearances in a year. Yeah, that's pay per views and Raws. It's you like you don't uh, want to run out before you get to man, the only up. reason he showed up today at Raw is because Jimmy Johns was like, "Hey, uh, based on our contract, you need to be." out there with a Jimmy John's t-shirt uh, for about, you know, 10 minutes. That's your contract. He's like, he gets off the couch, the Brock size, the Brock size like silhouette in the couch as he gets up and he like slams a Jimmy John sandwich and a Coors Light and he like throws it in the can like, alright. Time go. to go to work, damn it. Okay, so that brings us to the end of uh, our Raw After Show. So, Jay Washington, put yourself over. Yeah, everybody, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Mr. Jay Washington, M-R-J-A-Y W-A-S-H-I-N-G-T-O-N Make sure you check out the latest episode of the Trusty Sidekick Podcast Myself and Bobby Hill comes out tomorrow on all your podcast streaming sites We got an epic two-part crossover we did And find my website, jwashington.com for my upcoming stand-up shows and dates Got a lot of them coming out through the Los Angeles area and pretty soon back on the road, so that's how that happens (laughs) What's up, yo? It's your boy, Iffy Waddy Way Iffy's not funny on the Twitters and that black nerd on Instagram You can catch me every Tuesday uh, about from like six to eight at Hyper RPG Twitch.tv to Hyper RPG. First, I have a Dragon Ball Z Super uh, 
after show, live show type called uh, Krillin It Super. And after that, we have Ready to Ramble, where we talk about all types of wrestling. Uh, so if you liked this and you're like, I need more, uh, which I assume because you watch three hours of wrestling, uh, about six every week, uh, come on down and come come talk to us there. And uh, yeah, you know, check out my stuff. <laughs> Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Markeia McCarty. That's M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. You can see me on Marvel Movie News every Tuesday on our sister network, uh, Popcorn Talk. It's 2.30 p.m. on Tuesdays. And this upcoming Tuesday, uh, we are starting the show with uh, reactions to the Black Panther trailer Ooh, that just came out. Yes, Lord. I had a... Very, I had my reaction to it. It's pinned on my Twitter if you want to take a, a look at that. But we will be talking about that tomorrow. You can also find me on Screen Junkies uh, periodically. And yeah, and Snapchat, Darth Thinmints. Darth is Invader, Thinmints says in Girl Scout cookies. So, and Mark in the booth, do you have anything you want to say to the people? I got a little bit of something. Make sure to follow, uh, follow all of our wrestling programming. Uh, we've got our Monday night show, which you're watching right now. Duh. Uh, also, Tuesday night SmackDown, Wednesday night our NXT show, Thursday night Lucha Underground is back. And then, of course, tune in every Wednesday for X-Pac 12360. It is our show with Sean X-Pac Waltman. It's great every single week. Uh, this week is going to be no different. Make sure to tune in. And we've also got a Glow show coming up. So uh, wait for news on that. Okay, sounds great. Uh, thanks for join- joining us, and we'll catch you later. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.